and hello my name is Sejanae and this is Insecure Black Girl the podcast oh my god I am like smiling so hard right now because so much has gone on in these past two months and I'm really excited to be back um I was very nervous to record the next episode because um what is it called i guess i had um damn what is it called like not procrastination but like i was just stuck like you know when you stop doing something for so long that you just get anxiety just about having to do it again or having to like restart over um So, yeah, I was a little anxious, but I have, like I said, a lot's been going on, which is why I haven't been recording the podcast, and I'm going to get into that um, in this episode, but yeah, I'm basically, this episode is just going to be me telling y'all my business, (laughs) a little bit of my business, not too much of my business, but a little bit of my business. I kind of just left and I didn't say anything like I just dropped episode and then I just didn't drop another episode was because I was in the process of moving and I have moved into my new apartment. I'm settled in. I still am like cleaning and getting stuff together and organizing things and throwing things away and stuff like that. But for the most part, everybody needs some detachment sometimes from the outside world. So I wasn't posting on any of my social media platforms i wasn't posting no podcast i really i wasn't doing anything i was i wasn't even really interacting with social media and there's nothing wrong with that like i don't have to be on go 24 7 so yeah it probably won't be the last time i take a month break and i'll if i feel like it i'll explain it to y'all but if not bitch it's really none of your business like <laughs> like it's really none of your business like it is what it is like i said we all we all need breaks for different reasons so and we shouldn't feel guilty for taking our breaks like i had to handle real life things so i was my time was consumed with that and like y'all know how it's like to move like it seemed like you're never finished like it seemed like it's always something that needs to be done so while we was moving it's like i had started packing that summer so like the whole summer I had been, like, June, July, I had been packing. So, like, the house was crowded. It's boxes everywhere. It's stuff anywhere. I just don't even feel like I'm in the environment to sit down and really record. I didn't even have nowhere to, like, do yoga and stretch. I wasn't meditating. Like, I was really, really, really stressed. So, like, I'm sorry. Sitting down and filming. Actually, I'm not sorry. But sitting down and filming a podcast was just the last thing on my mind even though I still thought about it but it was the last thing on my mind um but outside of that because I had anxiety about filming an episode I okay I I did kind of drop the ball a little bit because I wasn't even posting about the podcast I usually post all the time about the podcast but like I said I had my own things going on so I wasn't really consumed with social media but I didn't look at my um views and my numbers literally until just now when I got on the app to record and I'm almost at a thousand views like what the fuck like 
I literally, like, I want to cry. Like, I'm almost at a thousand views. Like, damn, that's crazy. Like, y'all was watching my shit and I wasn't even posting nothing. I fucks with y'all. I really, really fucks with y'all. And I just wish that, like, y'all would leave comments or reviews or or something. Because I, I really want to have a conversation. Even if it's not on the podcast, I would love to have a conversation in my comments, in the reviews, whatever. I'm also going to start posting my podcast back on my YouTube channel so that that way, like, people can comment. People don't really watch the YouTube versions, but I know it's some people who, like, they just don't know how to work Apple Podcasts or Spotify. They just don't listen to podcasts in general, but they want to hear my stuff. So that's why I still put it on YouTube so it's just easy access for those people. But, um, yeah, I just want to say thank you. That's it. I, I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate everybody who listens. Like everybody, even if you literally don't like me, bitch. Thank you for the. Thank you for the listen. Thank you for the view. <laughs> for real. Thank you for the view. So yeah, that really like got me cheesing or whatever. Cause like, damn, y'all really be listening to me. Like that's fucking crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just be talking my shit or whatever. Oh my god, and I want to give a shout out to um. Look at me giving shout outs and shit. I want to give a shout out to this girl. I think her name is like Harper or something, but she's my friend on TikTok and she sent me the sweetest message uh, a few months ago before I stopped and it was just so nice. Like she was telling me how my podcast made her want to start her podcast back up and literally that is like one of my main goals because I feel like people of our age and our demographic don't have enough to say. Like, when you do look at the podcast out there, it's literally bitches in their 30s, men in their 30s plus talking about stupid shit. Like, they don't be talking about healing they self, healing they fucking life and they, they, they mental. Like, they be talking about literal, like, uh, do, do you want a man to go 50-50? Do you want a man to go 50-50? Like, it'd be stupid shit like that. Like, it's just pointless shit. So that really, like, just made my heart so happy because I I want to hear from people my age. Like, and I actually do listen to a lot of, like, really older people because older people do have wisdom. But not everybody that's older is all the way there. So, you know, sometimes it's good to just hear from people, hear from your own peers. And I also had another friend. She actually started her podcast up um, and I haven't checked it out yet because like I said, I've been busy, but I heard a clip of it on TikTok and it sounds so fucking good. And I'm so fucking proud of her as well. Like I'm so here for all of the young black women and girls getting online and just being able to express their self and, 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 and share their voice because that is something that is so important, especially in a country where we're not allowed to have a motherfucking opinion just to be able to, to, to record yourself and talk your shit and, you know what I'm saying? And put it out there and help people and really spread a, a great positive message. That's, that's a beautiful thing. That's a beautiful thing. And despite how ignorant my generation is, we are literally so dope. I don't care what nobody else say. They be trying to play Gen X and I don't see why. Cause bitch, you didn't work 40 years at a job. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind, cause I'm finna I'm finna take it somewhere that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But yes, I'm just so happy for all of my peers who are 
expressing themselves through podcasts, who are talking that real shit through podcasts, who are talking about the shit that our family members who are uh, elders don't want to talk about. I love it. I'm so here for it. And if anybody have any questions about podcasting or whatever, I, I, I am not, what am I trying to say? I am not a gatekeeper. I do gatekeep a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But like shit like that, where it's like you getting your bread, I'm getting, you know what I'm saying? You get your business, I'm getting my bit. As far as business shit go, I don't have no problem helping people. Well, let me take that back. <laughs> as far as this podcast shit go and some other things, listen, it's some things I probably won't, you know, I, I've never been one to just put out my business on the internet or online, but it is some some it is certain things that we can help each other with that it shouldn't be a problem. It shouldn't be a problem if I got a podcast, you got a podcast, and she got a podcast, and she got it shouldn't be no damn issue. It's millions of people in this motherfucking world. You know what I'm saying? So 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 things of that nature I don't have a problem with uh helping. So yeah, if you have any questions, anything, uh hit me up. And again, shout out to them two girls. I am gonna um I'm going to put my friend podcast in the description part of this episode if y'all want to check hers out. And I don't I don't think the other girl started hers yet, but whenever she does, again, I'm going to put hers in the description so y'all can check that out. Um but yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to me moving into my new apartment that I freaking love so motherfucking much. Oh, I'm turned. I'm hyped for this shit. Um, but I'm gonna give y'all the background story. So basically, really, I'm gonna give y'all the tea. Okay, I'm gonna give y'all the tea. So get y'all snacks ready. I'm gonna give y'all the tea. So my house, my landlord was a. Uh, how do I want to say this? A dickhead, right? Yeah, that's a good word. He was a dickhead. So we, me and my boyfriend had been living in that apartment for two years. And when we first moved in, we literally said like, yeah, I don't want to spend no more than three years here. Like that was what we thought would be a good time. We didn't want to, we just didn't want to like, we didn't want to get stuck there because like, I don't know. Something about that the area we was in, like you could tell everybody who lived in that area had been there for a minute. So like we just didn't want to be, we just didn't want to look up one day and be there for like six, seven, eight years. Um, and our neighbors in the front of the house had literally lived there for like seven, eight years. So we was like, yeah, three years max, three years maximum. So we was on our second year there, and. We were just having a lot of problems with our house. Like, our stove would break all the time. Our oven, not our stove. Or, yeah, our oven would break all the time. Our oven probably broke, like, six times in two years. Um, Things would fall off and break all the time. Like, it was just very, it was a very cheap apartment. And we had a lot of issues. Um, So, like towards um uh, and my lease was also up this year it was it was up in august no i'm sorry it was up in july so we like at the beginning of this year we was like we should move like i want to move we both was on the same page we wanted a new house we didn't want to stay here for another year but a few months later we was like i don't know like we just got a lot going on 
a lot of shit happening right now. Um, it was somebody staying in my house at one point for a little bit, but it was just a lot going on, and it was looking like, yeah, I don't think we're going to be able to move. We might just have to uh, be here for one more year. So we was like, okay, we'll stay here another year. And even though that would have been a third year, Honest and truly, we did not want to stay there another year. Like I said, my landlord was a dickhead. Everything always break. He was really like a slumlord, landlord. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit would break. He come and fix it with some cheap shit. Like, it was just, it wasn't cute. I wasn't feeling it. But this, the way the situation was looking was like, you know, we might just have to thug it out for one more year. So, whatever. So, I think maybe like back in uh, May... We was like, I don't, like, I, I had just told my boyfriend, I was like, I do not want to stay here. Like, I really, really don't. And he was feeling the same way. Like, yeah, I don't want to stay here. So we was like, shit, we just going to have to make some shit shake. Like, we're literally just going to have to make something shake because I can't do another year here with this man. It, like, it was too much. He was disrespectful. He was rude. I'm talking about my landlord. He was disrespectful. He was rude. Shit was cheap. Shit was breaking. I was sick of the area. I just felt stuck. I didn't want to be there anymore. We didn't want to be there anymore. Uh, So, like, in May, we was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, we just gonna... We just finna start putting it out there. Like, we moving. Like, whatever. Like, despite... Not having whatever, like, we gonna move. Oh, because I quit my job back in, like, January of this year. So, I came into this year with no job. Uh, Don't feel bad for me because I had a great fucking time. (laughs) I had a great time. I feel like every time people be like, oh, I ain't got no job, I ain't got no job, we we pity them. No, I needed that break. I just got a job. I just got a job. At the literal beginning of August. So for almost eight months, I had no job and I was living my best life. Like I needed that break. I genuinely did. Um, So, yeah, we trying to move. I don't even have a job. Like it is what it is. We just putting it out there. But um, we wanted to move. My, My lease ended in July. So we wanted to move. And of course, at least August. Um, so like I said, I've been packing all summer because I was like, I don't know how we gonna move, but we finna move. <laughs> like, I don't know how we gonna move, but literally spirit was just telling me just start packing. Like, like at this time, I don't have no income verification because I haven't worked for literally almost the whole year for over half of the year. I haven't worked. So I don't have any income verification. Like, um, we don't have anything saved up, like, as far as, like, for a security deposit and first month. Like, we don't have anything saved up. Um, what else? What else made it seem like we wasn't going to move? We don't have nothing saved up, no income verification, no um, no potential house either. Like, we didn't have no place, like, where we potentially was like, oh, I think we're going to end up here. I think we're going to end up here. Like, I'm just looking around, packing shit up, and just doing what it do. So for the whole summer, the whole summer I'm packing and shit. Woo doo doo. It's just a lot going on. I'm trying to find a house. I'm looking at all these homes every day, all day. Um I ended up finding one place and they literally scammed me. They literally scammed me. So I found the place. I um completed a 
application, a rental application. I submitted the um, you know, the, the rental application fee. It was like fifty dollars. And I literally heard nothing from these people. I still have yet to hear anything from these people. Like I heard nothing from them. Um, so that like and that was probably like in June and it was really like devastating because it was a really nice place. It was in the area we wanted. Whoop whoop whoop. It just seemed like a great place. It just seemed like the place I wanted. So I didn't hear back from them. Uh, I didn't hear from them at all. Like, I'm messaging them. I'm emailing them. I'm calling them. I'm not getting no type of calls. I'm trying to find a uh, owner of the business on Facebook. Like, it was crazy. Uh, so that, like, really started to, like, down my spirits, you know, because it's like, damn, like, this shit ain't, this shit already ain't, it, ain't, it already ain't hitting. So then in July, I found another place. And this time I went toward the place, so I knew it was a real place because I don't think the first place was a real place. <laughs> like, I think they just played me. But I go to this other place that's literally like a few blocks away from where we stay now. It's beautiful, it's spacious, it's newly renovated, so it's like very up to date. Um, they was racist, though. It was very racist. Let me tell y'all, that was racist. So. I got an appointment, right, to go view this, to go view this property. I got an appointment. It's like a coffee shop right across the street from the apartment. Like you, it's like three steps away from the apartment. Um, I'm sitting at the coffee shop. I'm waiting. I was on time and everything, you know, because they love saying black people late. Bitch, I was on time and everything. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Uh, I called a man because I'm like, where you at? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? He was kind of late. He was like, oh, I'm on the way, whatever. So I'm literally, like, standing on the curb looking at the apartment complex just, like, waiting, like, just waiting. So I see somebody pull up, jump out the car, and um, go. He, he, he literally looks at me. He looks at me, but I don't know how to fuck the person look who's coming show me the house. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. So he look at me. He walks into the apartment complex, and then he's just, like, looking around. He's just like looking around. Like he walks back out the apartment complex and he's just looking around. And he's just looking, 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 looking. And I just literally walk up to him. I'm like, excuse me, are you um the the whatever, the property manager, whatever? He's like, Oh yeah, you here for the appointment? Bitch, duh, I'm the only motherfucker out here looking at this fucking apartment. What do you mean? Am I here for the fucking apartment? Yes, I'm here for the fucking apartment. And like, you know how you just feel racism. Like, it just felt like a racist company, uh, apartment person everything like even like i saw a few of the people who lived in the complex and they were all white like it just it didn't seem like it was gonna work but i really really wanted to because i really really loved the apartment it was so pretty and big like i said it was newly renovated it was a little out of our budget but not so much out of our budget to where it was like unbearable but i'm glad we didn't end up there because it was kind of high but um yeah, so I toured that place. Everything seemed cool. I sent the um rental application over. Whoop whoop whoop. again, not hearing nothing back. But this time I chopped it up to like, okay, we not getting it because I know these people like are real. I know it's a real listing. I seen the house, but they're not getting back to me. So yeah, it's a dub. So at this point, when that happened, it's like the end of July, and my lease is up in July. And now I'm crying. <laughs> now I'm crying. Now I'm sad. Now I'm sick. Now I'm throwing up everywhere because I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, I really don't know what to do. Like, 
I've been getting told to pack all my shit up. We literally got the whole house packed up. Um, like, like I said, no income verification. All these, all these places, by the way, want income verification. No income verification. No leads. No house. No nothing. My lease is up. I my nerves is bad. <laughs> like for real. So you know, I'm kind of like panicking or whatever, and. My partner was just like, you know, just chill. Like, this this going to be our last month in this house. So, basically, like, we had to start doing a month-to-month lease. So, we we paid rent for August. And he was like, just chill. Like, I I really have a feeling it's going to be the last week, we this the last month that we're going to be in this house. And, you know, our nerves is bad. I'm like, man, I don't know. This shit ain't, this shit ain't working out. It's supposed to work. Like, it ain't doing what it's supposed to do. And whatever and it's crazy because when we first moved to new orleans um it was like the same scenario as what i'm describing now like we moved into our into that apartment i'm talking about in like a week like we had a date that we wanted to leave and move in and it was the same exact way i ain't got no income ever i I ain't had no money (laughs) because i was fresh out of um I was fresh out of college. I dropped out. Um, the pandemic had started, so I literally got laid off from my job and or oh, for load, bitch, they laid me off. I got laid off from my job and this was before the unemployment was hitting for real. So like I didn't have any money. Or am I lying? I think I had a little unemployment. <laughs> but I didn't have a lot of money and we couldn't find an apartment and like a week later, we found one. We literally moved in in like three days, and every day was like cool in the beginning, you know, till I realized my landlord was a dickhead. But um, yeah, it was crazy because the same way we moved out, and even though I was stressed, I was literally saying in my head, like, it feels like we're going to move out of this apartment the same way we moved in, like very quick, very, uh, very fast, like everything's kind of just going to happen like in like a few days. So, um, that's literally what happened. So it's like the middle of August and I'm on Facebook and cause I, I was looking at places, I was looking at places anywhere, bitch. I'm, I'm walking down the street looking at for rent signs. I'm on Facebook marketplace. I'm on Zillow. I'm on whatever the fuck apartment.com, whatever website you can think of, bitch. I was on it and I was a member. Okay. I was on everything. But I was on Facebook Marketplace, and I had seen this, like, little apartment. First of all, it looked small as fuck in the pictures. I'll say that. It looked very, very small. But it was literally, it's three minutes away from our old house. So let me just tell y'all what kind of house, what kind of apartment we was manifesting. And I keep saying house, apartment, house, apartment, because I live in New Orleans, and a lot of a lot of homes are constructed to be apartments so like if you from new orleans you know what i'm saying but like i'm not living in a i'm not living in an apartment complex my last home wasn't an apartment complex it was a house but it was it was constructed to be an apartment so people stay over here some people stay down there some people stay up there but it's a house um so let me tell y'all what kind of home we was trying to manifest. I stay in the city. Like, I stay in the city part of New Orleans. I'm not going to say what area I stay in because y'all, is, you know, people weird. But I stay in, like, the city part of New Orleans. And I did not want to stay nowhere else. 
I grew. First of all, when when I first moved out here, <laughs> I didn't want to stay nowhere else but in the city. And it's crazy because my family was trying to get me to live in fucking the east and and Chalmette and Slidell. Bitch, who who wants to be out in the butt fuck of Louisiana? I don't. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, nah, I ain't feeling that. And they kept trying to like get me to go look at places in Chalmette and all this and all that. And like I like I said. The same way, it just kind of happened. Like, we just ended up finding an, a, the perfect apartment at the time in the city of New Orleans. It was perfect. I loved the location. So, over these past two years, we didn't grew very fond of the area we live in. Like, I love, I if I wouldn't stay nowhere else in New Orleans but this area, I promise you, they going to have to fucking gentrify this whole motherfucker, which they are working on it, but they gonna have to really come in this bitch deep to make me, you know what I'm saying, to push me out here into a different area because I really, really, really love this area. Like I love the community. If it's so, it just feel like a big ass community, and I don't think a lot of people realize like outside of the French Quarter and outside of like downtown Canal and all that shit, and even really in the French Quarter, but. I'm going to just go ahead and lump all that in because that's still a touristy area. But outside of all that, the rest of New Orleans is really just fucking houses. Like, it's homes. Like, yeah, it's businesses. You know what I'm saying? It's grocery stores and shit. Like, but outside of that, it's really like apartments and houses. It's really, it's just neighborhoods. Like, and it's such a strong sense of community despite what the fuck they try to paint on the media and online you know what I'm saying? Black people gonna niggas gonna be niggas. Niggas is gonna be niggas. Niggas is gonna do niggas shit. But 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 outside of all that, there is still such a strong sense of community in New Orleans, and it's something that is 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 really unexplainable. Despite all the hardships black people have been through, despite Katrina, despite the crime, despite the floods, despite all that shit, it's still such a strong ass sense of community, and I'll never allow anybody even the ignorant niggas out here in new orleans to take that from me so i really love that about the area we stay in so we just we didn't want to move from this area like we really really didn't want to move from this area we love this area we didn't grow real fond of this area i'm not from this area i'm from the east yeah i came out here and shit you know what i'm saying i've been out here but this ain't where i grew up as a kid i grew up in the east i ain't gonna lie i ain't fucking with the east right <laughs> I'm not fucking with the East, though, not because of the crime. I'm not fucking with the East because it's just not logical. It's really, like, it's nothing over there. I hate to say that, but it's really nothing over there. Like, it ain't, it's stuff, but it's not like, you know what I'm saying? I feel like the East, like how I just said, like, the city of New Orleans, like, yeah, it's a city, but it's really just mostly neighborhoods. The East is, like, all neighborhoods, bitch. Like, bitch, they just got that Walmart. <laughs> Like like they just got that fucking Walmart. Like, yeah. I ain't fucking with I ain't fucking with the, I love the East. I'ma always love the East. I'ma always have love for the East. But I don't wanna live in the East right now. Maybe in maybe in another time, but right now I don't wanna live in the East. Um, but I still fuck with the East. I still fuck with the East. I don't care what they saying about the crime and the whoop de whoop bitches crime everywhere. You point me to an area a uh, 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 urban area in, in fucking America that ain't got no crime in it, and bitch, you gonna be lying. So, that ain't really my thing. It's just ain't, it ain't got no stores, it ain't got no bitch. I, I shop at Whole Foods, nah, bitch, it ain't no Whole Foods in the East. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> it ain't no fucking Whole Foods in the East, bitch. I'm not finna drive fucking 30 minutes up here to the, to the, nah, fuck that. Anyways, anyways, anyways. So yeah, we just really like the area we grow. We 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 been in for the past two years. It's very close to everything. Where we stay is close to the east. It's close to Metairie. It's close to the West Bank. It's close to fucking Kenner. Like it's just it's very close to everything. Like we, I feel like we in a perfect spot. So we just did not want to leave. Like we didn't want to leave. We wanted to find a house that was in this area. That was you know what I'm saying. Not too far. That was just what we wanted. So the main things we was looking for in the house was for it to literally be in this area. Bitch, I want the same area code, bitch. <laughs> I want I want the same zip code. Um we wanted to be bigger than our our current apartment and we wanted it to be nicer because our, our last apartment was cheap. It was so cheap to paint. Bitch, you could touch the paint and it's peeling off the wall. Like like I said, shit was breaking all the fucking time, bitch. It was just it was cheap. It was it was a little getter. Okay, it was a little getter. I ain't gonna lie. It was a little getter. But um it was still ours. And like despite despite me talking all this shit about it, I'm so grateful for that home. I'm so grateful for it being a home for us for the past two years. I learned a lot in that house, not only about people, but about myself. Um, And we learned a lot about each other in that house. So I'm going to always be grateful for the experiences I had in that house, even the unfavorable ones. But it was just time to go. We had outgrew the house. It was it was nice, but we had outgrew it. It was our first apartment for real uh, together because we both had apartments previously separate but i ain't gonna get into it but them dumps dumb apartment stories ain't in too good so this was our first real uh apartment really like taking care of everything really handling all business type shit so it was cool for what it was but it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be nothing long term you know what i'm saying like i said when we first moved out there when we first moved out there we literally said yeah we can't be here no longer than three years so i said all that to say that that's kind of what we was looking for in our next house. Um, and like my family would ask me like what we was looking for. And I would tell them like, yeah, we don't really want to move from this area. We don't really, we want this. We don't want that. We want this. We don't want that. And like, whether they was trying to or not, a lot of people was very negative about my moving situation because they knew that we didn't have all the resources. They knew that um, it might be hard to find what we was looking for. So just like the first time when they was trying to get us to move to Shalmet and Slidell and all these other places where the rent may be cheaper, but it's not the area or the atmosphere we looking for, they was doing that same thing. They was trying to, oh, well, look at this, look at that. We'll do, do this, we'll do, do that. And my grandma, she was trying to get me on Section 8. And listen, this is absolutely no hate to Section 8. I would love to pay $15 for my rent. I really would. I truly would. But, bitch, I signed up for Section 8 and for them vouchers two years ago before I moved into the last apartment. Bitch, I still ain't got no fucking update on no motherfucking Section 8. And quite frankly, over these past two years and me just thinking about it, I don't want to live on Section 8. It's only a certain type of home you could get on Section 8 or a certain type of home you could get with them vouchers. 
And I don't want them. I don't want that type of home. I feel like the universe got something better for me out there than to be on Section Eight. And that, again, I'm not. I'm not shading Section Eight. If you gotta be on Section Eight, you do. You bitch, you do what you gotta do. I understand. But personally, if I don't have to put myself in that situation, I'm not gonna put myself in that situation. I don't. Fuck, oh my god. I don't even fuck with the government. I don't really, despite, like, look, I just don't want the government in my business like that. Okay, you on Section 8, you can't have no nigga in your house. You got to make this amount of money. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got you to gotta live for the fucking government. I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to do that. So, like, they, they, they just was, like, really on some, like, negative type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, people telling me, like, oh, you might have to find a... Uh, uh, black landlord because you know other people ain't gonna really want to work with y'all whoop, 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 just a lot of negative shit and, and again that was aiding to like me not wanting to get on my podcast and, and talk because bitch i'm trying to find out where i'm finna stay you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like i'm really like i was like towards like the end of july beginning of august i was really really like depressed because I wanted to move in August so like I kind of had it in my head oh when when I lease up in July bitch we gonna be out of here by August so when we wasn't out of there by August I was like damn like I don't really know if the shit gonna you know what I'm saying come through like it's supposed to come through but throughout all that time you know I had to support my partner so whenever I was feeling down he would definitely help me feel better whenever he was feeling down feeling like you know like we feeling stagnant I would help him so it's very good to have somebody at least one person they don't have to be a romantic partner but just somebody you know what I'm saying you could really talk about the real shit with who could really like help your energy because sometimes we need that we like to act like we're so strong and we don't need anybody we came in this world alone we're gonna die alone first of all that's a fucking lie you did not come in this world alone you didn't just synthesize and pop up as a baby in this fucking world alone you you came in this world through your mother so you didn't come i hate when people say that you didn't come in this world alone you literally didn't it literally took two people to make you and it took two people to make them and it took two people to make them. You literally already have you're supposed to have a generation of people behind you to support you and hold you up. We're not supposed to be out here doing shit by ourselves. That's another way capitalism then infiltrated y'all fucking head. Y'all think y'all got to do everything by y'all motherfucking self. Oh, I'm so strong. No, I need help. Me, I need help. <laughs> I need help. So it's just really good to have somebody there to just help lift you up when you're feeling down. But yeah, so we was definitely like helping each other. But basically towards like the middle of August, I got on Facebook. I saw this little house. It ended up literally being three minutes away from our old apartment. Um, So I drive there. I go see it. I'm like, oh, this is nice. It's a blue house. I don't know if that's important, but like I just think it was so cool. That the house was blue. My last house was uh, my last house was yellow. The outside of the house was yellow, and this house is like a, it's like a baby blue, and it's so cute to me. Like you know, if you'd have been to New Orleans, you know, like the houses be a, a whole bunch of different colors. Like they don't be like white and gray and black and shit. They be like purple and pink and shit. So I was like, 
just excited to see like a colorful house. I know that sounds childish, but bitch, I don't give a fuck. I like color. I don't know what the fuck wrong with y'all hoes. Y'all hoes is sick in the head. Y'all want everything in gray and white and nude, bitch. Put some put some purple in that hoe. You know what I'm saying? Put some color in that hoe. But um, yeah, so I pull up, it's like this baby blue house. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. I walk in and it's so cute. Now I'll say this. When I walked in, the landlord was still working on the house. Like, he was um, getting it repainted and fixing some stuff up. So, when I went to tour it, it was, like, uh, tarp all over the floor. It was ladders everywhere. So, I couldn't really get the true essence of the house because it was kind of covered with a bunch of, like, material, like, working material. But I still really, 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 really liked it. And, um... I left, you know, I showed my partner and some friends, which was, I mean, my family, because uh, I didn't tell nobody I was moving. <laughs> I told, like, maybe one person I was moving. Yeah, and, and my my partner liked it, and um, so we started, like, filling out the apps, the applications and stuff, the process to, you know, get approved for this apartment or whatever. But like I said earlier... I ain't have no job. I literally got the job when I um got this job when I like a few weeks before I went saw that saw the house that I'm in now. So um I had to do the income verification again, right? And like this time I'm like, damn, cause I thought like <laughs> because it was on Facebook Marketplace, like maybe they wouldn't have all that, you know, woo do because the other places were through companies. This place is through a private owner, which is what my last landlord was. He was a private owner. So I was le- I was leasing homes to private people, which if you're young and if you're looking for um an apartment, you're trying to like get out of your parents' house, whatever, but your credit may not be the best, you may not have that much money, you work in like a minimum wage job, try to find private um landlords and renters because it's usually more lax than with like companies and uh what are they called agencies realtor agencies and shit like that everybody be wanting a piece of your money so like it just be more steps and whatever if you trying to move out and you don't got it all the way together look for the private renters and just because they're a private renter don't mean it's gonna be ghetto it's gonna be cheap it's gonna be you know dirty like no, that's not what that means. It just means that there's no middleman. You know what I'm saying? It could mean that. It could mean that. But, you know, you have to go check these places out and use your own discretion. But, um, so, yeah, he wanted me to do some income verification shit. And I was like, damn, bro, like, here we go again. <laughs> Y'all know that, um, that, um, uh, that video. <sighs> damn, here we go again, bitch. And I literally told him like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't have, it. I don't have a bank account. I said something. Yeah, I said I don't have a bank account, so I can't verify my income that way. But I could do something else. Which would and he literally, and this is how I know that like this didn't have nothing to do with no man. This didn't have nothing to do with no human. This was just the universe working in our favor. Cause this man literally, who don't know me. Literally was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Can you pay the um deposit in the first month's rent? I was like, absolutely. He was like, you know what? Cool, bet. Send the lease over. I I I read through the whole lease, signed the lease, 
all of a sudden I got an apartment. Everybody around me is like, yeah, that's not going to work. You have to do this. You want to do that. You have to do a third. And the only reason I'm even telling my business right now and even putting this shit out is because I need y'all to understand that manifestation is very real. We are electromagnetic beings. We emit energy. And just because you can't see the energy doesn't mean it's not real. Your thoughts create your reality. They do. And I hate when people like treat it like um, it's some fucking like Christian bullshit or like, oh, just pray. Like, and, like you know, like, like I hate when people treat it like it's not real because it didn't have very real effects for me. And you could say what you want. You could say it wasn't the manifestation. You could say it wasn't the magic, which would you because I was doing magic while I was manifesting, but you could say it's not that, you could say it was a coincidence, you could say all these things, but I don't give a fuck, I don't give a fuck what you say, because I know what it is, but I'm I'm telling y'all my business, and I'm saying all this to say, like, stop putting your faith in human beings, stop putting it in humans, like, if I would have been listening to the humans around me, I wouldn't have no apartment right now, if I would have let all them comments get to me, I'd still be in my old apartment, sad and depressed. But I took my faith out of man. I I didn't even, my faith wasn't even in my new landlord. Because the universe just did what they did to make him be like, you know what? They cool. They could, you know, they straight. Take your faith out of man. Men can't do nothing for you. What they say in the Bible? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. A man, it don't matter if it's a gun in your face. If the universe say that bitch won't get shot, it won't get shot. Is and it's that simple. It's really that simple. And I think that it's so simple that it don't make sense to people. But your thoughts literally create your reality. They do. Your thoughts carry a certain frequency, a certain energy, and they are like they're literally many atoms and and molecules. And particles that you can't see floating around in the air. You can't see them. And what you put out is what you attract. And I remember when I was like, when I was like a teenager, I used to be like, bro, everything bad happens to me. Like, if anything bad could happen to me, it's going to happen to me. I'm so unlucky. I'm so this. I'm so that. And guess what? Those were some of the most unlucky years of my fucking life. I don't think that's a coincidence that I'm saying I'm unlucky every day and nothing but unlucky shit happens to me. Nothing but bad shit happens. Every time every time I think I'll catch a break, nope, something else for my ass. That's not a coincidence. Your thoughts really do create your reality. And I aligned myself with the reality of me having a new apartment. I did. Even through my doubts, even through... You know, shit not looking good, not having all the things that I needed to get where I wanted to go. Spirit told me to pack all my shit up in my house, and guess what I did? I packed it, and guess who moved? I did. And that's not even the rest of the story, because I didn't have, we didn't have, again, I told y'all, no income verification, no money saved for no deposit or rent, um, Nothing. Literally, all I had was spirit. <laughs> all we had was spirit and faith in the universe. That's it. And a lot of people would like look at our situation and be like, oh, that's so irresponsible. 
<laughs> like that's so irresponsible. Y'all are so irresponsible. But it's not irresponsibility. It's faith. Y'all have faith in Sky Daddy and this fucking white ass God. You go to church and you pray for all these for all these things. Y'all have so much faith in a fucking figure that you've never seen before. And you only follow because your parents told you to follow or because your past told you to follow or because your family is Christian. You don't even have no direct line of faith to the God that you worship and you just doing it because that's how you were raised. and That's what you were raised to do. And that's fine. But when I say manifest your reality, which manifestation is literally in the Bible, it's in the Bible. It's so many verses I could spit out right now that I'm not. But it's so many verses I could spit out right now that it's literally when you strip everything else away from it, it's just manifesting. It's just manifesting and having faith in whoever in the universe. But when I say, well, when people talk about it, y'all like, oh, that that shit ain't real. Oh, they on that crazy shit. And that's why you don't get nothing you want. That's why you attract the literal worst version of yourself. That's why you create the worst reality you can have. Because you don't think nothing's real. You think you could just think all these crazy, sad-ass, suicidal-ass, depressing-ass thoughts. And it won't manifest into your actual reality. And I can't help. Because we talking to the trees over here. We giving offerings to the trees over here. I'm, I'm, I'm meditating over here. I'm, ch- I'm changing my frequency over here. So, I don't know what to tell y'all. Like... But again, that's why I'm that's why I'm telling y'all a little bit of my business so that y'all can know I'm not really I'm not just saying this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not just getting on here and just like talking about bullshit. I really mean what I'm saying. I really do what I say I do. I really am who I am. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we didn't have the the secure deposit or the first month's rent like all together. We had some of it, but we didn't have all of it. You know, that should be a lot. We didn't have all of it. So, whatever. Um, I paid some of it. And my landlord, first of all, I told my landlord I was leaving. And he was like, oh, well, you need to be out before the first. Just being a, a dickhead. Like I said, I ain't joking when I say this man is a dickhead, bro. <laughs> so, he being a little dickhead. I'm like, man, whatever. So, now we got to be out by the first. But we technically ain't supposed to move into the first. Man, why the fuck my new landlord takes me like, you know what? Uh, I left the keys over here. Whoop, whoop, whoop. So if y'all want to go ahead and start moving in now, you can. It's fine. What? You see how doors just open up when you on trip? When you just sit back and don't worry about nothing? I didn't think I was going to move into a house. Now I got a house. I didn't think I was going to be able to move in early. Because now I'm moving in early. Literally, we started moving in like that day. The next day, um, we moved all our stuff. We stay on like, uh, I want to say it's like, it might be like 20 stairs, 20 steep ass stairs probably. It ain't like a floor, but it's like, it's, it's probably like 20 stairs. We moved all this shit up here in literally like less than 24 hours. Then, um, so we we moved everything in here. We didn't got everything out the old house. We didn't clean the old house. The old house is gone. We done with it. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, and mind y'all, my landlord was literally bitching. Like, we was probably out by, like, 4 o'clock on the 1st, right? Yeah, like, 4 o'clock, really probably 3. We was out of that nigga house at 3 o'clock on the 1st. This nigga talking about some, yeah, I'm gonna have to charge y'all a $30 fee. Bitch, you was a a money-hungry bum, bitch. Oh, God, you was a a money-hungry bum, like, for real. 
So, yeah, my old landlord was just on some whole shit, just doing too much, tripping, acting like a dickhead, whatever. Um, So, then, that same day, right, we then moved all our stuff into our new apartment. We are just so grateful. Um, And just, like, finally sitting down, because we was moving shit into our new apartment for, like, eight hours straight one night, and then, like, six hours the next day. Um, this man, our landlord, our old landlord, the dickhead, I'm gonna just call him dickhead for the rest of the episode, so it's not confusing, but the dickhead, he goes up to our old apartment and literally start, like, going fucking crazy. We was going pick up a fucking piano off Facebook Marketplace, right? I got this fire-ass piano off Facebook Marketplace. So, I'm going to get the piano from the dude, and I'm walking back to the car, and I see my boyfriend just on the phone screaming and hollering. So, I'm like, what the fuck going on? Like, what's the problem? What's the issue? Man, why is why is the dickhead on the phone screaming and hollering, talking about, yeah, y'all come clean this shit. This shit dirty as hell. This shit dirty as hell. Our house dirty as fuck. Da, 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 da. We left the house a mess. Just lying. Just bold. You ever seen a motherfucker bold face lie? Just lying. So, and mind y'all, he is literally saying cursing my boyfriend out. You know, my boyfriend, my, my boyfriend is, um, I'm not going to say that. He just really don't do all that. Like, he ain't want to go back and forth. That's what I'm going to say. He don't want to argue. He's just going to want to fight. So, you know, he's not saying nothing back because he, if he take it there, it's going to be something else. It's not just going to be yelling. You know what I'm saying? So I take the phone from him, and I'm like, what's going on? The house a mess. I'm going to see y'all pictures. This this is unacceptable. Man, this nigga sent pictures, right? All right. Y'all, he sent a picture of, a, of, the, of the oven. The same oven I said in the beginning of the episode used to break down all the time. This nigga, gonna, he sent me a picture of the inside of it. He going to say, it's dirty. It's so dirty. It's filthy. This nigga sent me some stains. A picture of the stains on the oven. The same stains that me and my boyfriend been trying to scrub out of that oven for two fucking years since we done moved into that bitch. Why in the fuck is you playing with me right now? Those is the same motherfucking stains I've been trying to get out of that oven since I stepped foot in that house. So that's one of the pictures he sent me. Then he gonna send me a picture of a cabinet with some comet in it and say it's dirty as hell. He gonna say all the cabinets dirty. We only didn't clean one cabinet out. Because we were scared of it. Every other cabinet was cleaner than when I moved into the house. He sent me something else. Oh, he, our, our, um, our closet door used to like, literally, y'all, this is what I'm saying. Our closet door used to fall off of the hinges. It used to fall off the hinges. It just, just come smack you in the fucking face. He sent me pictures of that. He know about this shit. He knows about all this shit. He did. He literally before we moved out, we moved out, 
in the end of eight of August. He had literally just been in the house in like May. He had just came over. He knew what was broke, what was wrong with what. Like this man knew all this shit. So it was bewildering to me that he was calling our fucking phone, acting crazy, talking about we left this house dirty. This man has been in our house countless times and he has never once said it was dirty, we were filthy. Never. Never. He's been to our house to fix this the broken up shit. He's been in our house plenty of times. Now when it's time for me to get my deposit back, it's filthy. Bitch, you was just here two months ago. Be real right now. So and let me tell you how much of a dickhead this man is. So he he isn't related to me, but he related to one of my family members. So we kind of got plugged in with him, right? Why is this man telling my grandma and shit, oh, they left the house dirty, sending all these pictures and shit, acting like a little bitch. You a grown-ass man? You acting like a hoe. First of all, this is my security deposit. This deposit don't go to nobody else but me and mine. So why are you sending it to my grandma? Did he send pictures to my mama? Oh, my God. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? He's sending pictures to my mama. Bitch, what, you, what she going to bend me over and spank me? Like, what the fuck? What the fuck do, what the, what the fuck do my mama got to do with this shit right now? But that's what people do when they don't want to be honest. See, when people lie, let me just put y'all on some game. When people are lying or trying to manipulate a story, instead of coming and talking to the person involved in the story. So in this situation, me and my partner and the landlord is the only people involved in this story. Because me and my partner live in the house. And it's my landlord house. So we the only people involved in this story. We the only people who should be talking about this shit. We the only people who should be discussing this shit. Because it only got something to do with us three. But when people want to lie and fabricate a story or manipulate a story or make something seem one way when it's really not that, they go tell outside individuals who don't have anything to do with it because they're trying to sway them to agree with what they're saying because what they're saying isn't true what the hell you tell my mama for my mama ain't don't live in that fucking house quite frankly she don't give a fuck why are you telling my mom why are you telling my mama like oh my god i never see no shit like that you 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 calling my mom on the phone bitches you crazy like what this nigga is well into his 50s y'all well into his 50s so when you want to lie and shit, you want you you go tell other people shit because you want other people to agree with you to make yourself seem right, to give yourself a sense of, oh, I'm right, they wrong. No, you're literally lying to them people. And it was just crazy. So and then he was telling my grandma and my mama, like, yeah, they not getting their security deposit back at all. Just talking shit. What in the fuck? What we doing right now? You know what I'm saying? What is we doing? What is we doing? Because it was just seeming so childish and so petty. And everybody was, what really blew the fuck out of us is that everybody was agreeing with my, my dickhead landlord. Well, y'all gotta, y'all gotta do this to get y'all deposit back. You gotta paint the walls and scrub the floors and replace the tile and, 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 and add a whole new wood. No, no, the fuck I don't. In what world do I got to do all that? My mama had nerd tell me, 
yeah, your daddy had to replace the toilet uh, to get his deposit back because he probably broke it. Who? Do, what the fuck do I look like replacing a fucking toilet in a fucking apartment, bitch? It's not my house. This is not my house. And they was all saying shit like that. Yeah, you got to paint the walls to get your deposit back. Bitch, you a fucking lie. Have you ever heard of... What is it called? I didn't forgot because I just got mad. I didn't forgot. But this is the, like the damages that I had in our last apartment was just from regular living. You cannot try to charge me for living in the apartment. This nigga really had nerve, the, the landlord, he had nerve to tell me, man, y'all got holes in my walls, bitch, from thumbtacks, bitch? From a small-ass screw because I hung a picture up, bitch? I can't hang a picture up? I live in this motherfucker. Like, and they trying to tell me, like, yeah, you got to cover all that to get your deposit. Bitch, you a fucking lie. He didn't do all that when I moved in. When we moved into the apartment, it was literally dirty. My mom was like, wow, it's kind of dirty in here. But I'm supposed to scrub the ceilings and retile the floor and put bricks in the wall to get my deposit back? In what world? And I don't know if y'all remember, but I am studying to get my real estate license. So all that shit they talking about is a lie. I don't know why people like be so comfortable with getting scammed in America. That's a scam. Legally, you is not finna play with me like this. Sorry, not sorry. You're not finna play with me like this. You're not finna play with me like this. I know my rights. But that's why we we gotta educate ourselves. Because so many people get fucked over just because they don't know the laws. They just don't know. In my job, it was a man like last week. Literally, the following week after I got all this shit handled. He was like, yeah, um, I'm not going to be able to come to work for a few days because I told my landlord I was moving out and he didn't like that. So he decided that I got three or four days to move out before he just uh, evicted me and forced me out. And every I literally told that man, he cannot do that. He cannot do that. <laughs> like that. Legally, he cannot do that. But because we don't know shit, we'll just do what somebody say. Just like when the police be trying to trying to arrest people and lock people up for no fucking reason. But when they try to do that to a person who know their rights, what they do? They leave that nigga alone because they not even they don't even got time to be playing with his ass because he know what they can and can't do. But you don't know what they can and can't do. So your stupid ass gonna go to the go to the police station with him and get locked up for nothing. Because you didn't know that they were arresting you illegally. So, he trying to play all them games with me. I sent that man a nice, lengthy, long paragraph about how I need an itemized list of everything that he going to deduct from my deposit. I need the list of the cost of labor it's going to take to get whatever he talking about. I broke fix. I need the cost of the appliances you going to have to use to get that bitch fixed. I'm going to need the co- I'm going to need everything. I'm going to need an itemized list. If a fucking landlord ever play with your deposit, tell that nigga you need an itemized list, itemized list of the cost of labor and the cost of material that he is claiming that he got a he got a fix because of you messed it up. You cannot charge somebody for living in the home. If I hang a nail, if I hang a picture up, bitch, you cannot deduct a hundred dollars. 
if if the stove got some grease on it, bitch, we had a pot of grease in the fucking oven. I forgot about the pot of grease. We had a pot of grease in the oven. Bitch, you cannot charge me $300 because I got a pot of grease in the oven. Bitch, that's not, that's not how the law works. So, please, don't let these landlords get over on y'all. And then, my grandma had ended up talking to him or whatever, and he decided to give give us our whole deposit back. The whole motherfucking deposit. The whole motherfucking deposit. Mind y'all, I didn't have the money for the first month rent or the security deposit. And now I do. And now I do. And now I do. I didn't move into this bitch without having no money. And guess who got the money? Because I stayed down. Because I ain't lose faith. I literally was like, I was talking to my partner. I was like, man, I ain't going to lie. Ain't no way they let us move into this bitch and we not going to get this money. It's already here. I'm just waiting on the check. And that's what I got, a check. But y'all don't believe in manifesting, though. Y'all don't believe in it. Y'all don't believe in it. Everything got handled for me. Everything everybody said couldn't happen, happened. They told me I couldn't find another apartment in this area because the rent was too high. Guess who got one? And guess what? It's cheaper than my previous apartment. I'm saving money in this bitch. I'm not lying to you. This bitch is nicer than my last apartment. It's cheaper than my last apartment. It's in the area I fucking wanted to be in. You hear me? It's by certain things I wanted to be by. I'm literally two. I'm two blocks away from Whole Foods. I can walk to Whole Foods in five fucking minutes. I manifested that. I can walk to Whole Foods. I have been walking to Whole Foods. If the sun is out. I'm walking to Whole Foods. Ain't no sense of driving. I'm walking to Whole Foods. Two blocks the opposite way. I'm right there by the park. It take me five minutes to get to the park. Do you hear me? The area we stay in is the exact motherfucking area I wanted to be in. The parking is plenty of parking, bitch. The road that my old apartment was on was a dirt road because they was working on the pipes underneath the road on my street. So every few months, they literally come dig up all the dirt and they fucking working on pipes and shit. So when I'm walking to my house, bitch, I got a, I got a shoe full of sand in my fucking, in my fucking shoe because cause the whole road is just dirt and sand. Bitch, my apartment got gravel, bitch. <laughs> There's a street now, ho. Everything I wanted, I got it. Like, let that really sink in. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have anything. No preparation. No uh, backup. Just in case it don't go through. Just in case it don't work. Nothing. I didn't have nothing. And because I... Let go of my fear and just moved with the right vibrations. It all aligned itself. It all happened itself. Literally, shit happening. I'm not even doing nothing for real. And that's not to say, okay, because some people, some people mistake manifesting for not doing shit, okay? You know how you go to church and they be like, pray, and you've been praying for 20 years, and you ain't really having no motion behind them prayers. You just praying. Yeah, you can't do that. So you got to put in some work. 
Like I said, you got to listen. They told my ass to start packing in June, and I've been packing ever since. Okay? I was looking for apartments all day. All day. Every day. That was the only thing that consumed my mind. I was going to places. I was putting in applications, wasting my fucking money, because, bitch, everybody got a $50 application fee. I'm wasting my fucking money. I'm going here. I'm going there. I'm going to look at this place. I'm going to look at that place. I'm setting up appointments with people, with fucking relatives that, that when the time come, they ain't getting back to me. I got people in my ear telling me I'm not going to be able to live in this area because it's too high. I got people telling me I, I ain't going to be able to find the, the type of house I want, the type of apartment I want because it's not in my price range. But I got everything I wanted and some. And some. So I say all that to say, stop counting. The, 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 the theme of this episode is to stop relying on man. Man can't do nothing for you. Because when the universe got something for you, can't nobody stop it at all. At the fuck all. Can't nobody block it. Can't nobody kill it. Can't nobody push it down. Can't nobody suffocate it. Can't nobody tell you you can't have it. Can't nobody stop you from getting it. Can't nobody block it when it's for you. It don't matter how motherfucking impossible it may seem. It don't matter how fucking far away it may feel. It don't matter how big it may look. Can't nobody Stop what's for you when you are in alignment. See, when you unaligned, when you unaligned, when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, when you're not at where you're supposed to be at, when you're not listening to the messages that you're supposed to be listening to, when you're doing shit you ain't got no business doing, see, that's when people can come and throw a curveball at your ass and knock you off balance because you're not aligned. That's when people can come and, and, and block a blessing or block what the universe may have had for your ass because you wasn't listening from the start. And now you talking about, whoa, it's me. I don't, I'm so unlucky, this, that, and the third. But you never was really tapped in how you were supposed to be. You never was really listening how you were supposed to listen. You never was doing what you were supposed to do any motherfucking way. So when somebody had the opportunity to knock you off your pivot, you fell. And that's just that. Speaking from experience. But see, I'm so cold with it. Motherfucker knocked me off my pivot. I come back harder, bitch. I came back harder. Because it was some shit going on. It was some shit going on in my house. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't cool. But I ain't ready to get into it yet. I'm going to let the hoe make it from right now. Because I'm, I'm not a vindictive person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a vindictive person. Shit handle it how shit get handled how it's supposed to get handled. That's another that's some some of y'all problems too. Y'all want revenge. Revenge gonna come. It may not come on your time. It may not come when you want it to come. It may not come in your speed, but revenge will come. It will come. Vengeance will come. Karma is real and people have to pay people have to reap what they sow, whether it be good, whether it be bad, whether it be ugly, whether it be pretty. People have to reap what they sow. But you so busy out here looking for revenge, you ain't worried about your mission. You ain't worried about again, you ain't focused on what you supposed to be focused on. Cause you trying to make somebody pay for some shit that the universe gonna make them pay for any motherfucking way. They're gonna pay. 
And you don't have to see them pay neither. Y'all want to see people doing so bad. Y'all want to see revenge. You don't have to see it to know what's going on. I know some whole suffering right now. I ain't, I ain't seeing them, but I know they is. Because when people do dirty things, dirty things come back to them. So don't be out here looking for revenge. Don't be out here worried about the next motherfucker. Worry about yourself. So many people be in so many people's business. Oh, my God. What's your opinion? <laughs> How do you feel? What do you think about it? How would you respond? Like, fuck everybody else. What's your moral compass look like? What you value in this world? What's your goals in life? What's your mission? What were you here to do? What do you want to do? What do you like to do? Bitch, y'all don't know nothing about y'all self. But y'all know everything about what's going on on fucking line, on TV. Bitch, already had a baby, bitch. Love and hip-hop this. Whoop this. Just stupid ignorant shit that don't got nothing to do with nothing. But you wonder why you can't manifest nothing. Bitch, you listen to bullshit all day. So, of course... Your reality is bullshit. <laughs> like, what do you mean? You entertain literal bullshit, stupid, ignorant shit, dumb, disgusting shit all day. But you think you can manifest something? You can manifest something. You can manifest bullshit. Like I said, you can manifest dumb shit. You can manifest problems. You can manifest issues, hardships. That's another. That's that's other people. Other problem. People think manifestation is just all this good, happy, go lucky shit. No, if your thoughts create your reality, bitch, the negative thoughts creates negative realities. It's all the same. It's all. It's literally like I'm. I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. Like. <laughs> It, it's not just a one-way street. You can definitely do the opposite. You can definitely fuck yourself up. You can definitely backtrack. You can hurt yourself. But it's because you're not in alignment with yourself. I have learned so much about myself in these past four years and even more in these past two years. Because I was manifesting when I didn't even know it was manifesting. All of us are. We all are. Some people are stronger at it, yes. Some people more tapped in without trying to be, yes. It might be harder for some other people because they so they going so far against themselves that they don't even know where they are anymore. They don't know who they are anymore. And I was there as well. I didn't know who I was after years of people pleasing and just, you know, doing shit that people wanted me to do because that's what they wanted. I didn't know who the fuck I was at the end of at the end of all that. I didn't know who I was. I say it all the time. I be thinking about myself in high school, bitch. I can't tell you what I like to do in high school. I can't tell you what I like to watch, what I was eat like, you know what I'm saying? I can't tell you what I enjoy in high school. I can't tell you what my hobbies was, bitch. I I can't even tell you who I was in high school. And that and while I'm on this shit, if anybody knew me in high school and we don't talk on a daily basis today, bitch, you do not know me. I don't give a fuck if you listen to every podcast episode I drop. I don't give a fuck if you follow all my social medias and you watch everything I post, bitch. You do not know me, bitch. <laughs> For real, you do not know me. Because I'm still learning myself. I'm still meeting parts of myself. I'm still getting to know myself. Okay? So don't think you know me. Don't think you know a piece of me. Don't think you know a fragment of me. Because you don't. 
and you don't really know the people around you neither because a lot of the people don't know they self. Get comfortable with yourself. Know yourself. Spend time with yourself. Date yourself. Everybody be so ready to get a fucking partner, bitch. Date you. You want to know why you can't stay in a relationship, bitch? Because you disgusting, bitch. You was annoying. You aggravating, bitch. You got fucking, fucking, um, <laughs> you got an anxious attachment style, bitch. You don't know how to leave a motherfucker alone. You just talk, 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 and you don't know when to shut the fuck up. I'm talking about myself a little bit, too, so don't feel too hit. <laughs> don't feel too hit. I'm talking about myself, too. But, yeah, get to know yourself. Date yourself. Be nice to yourself. Take yourself out. Appreciate yourself. Give thanks to yourself. Be grateful for yourself. Worship yourself. Pray to yourself. Be you. Like, these are all things that ultimately will lead to a whole life. Because you out here trying to get this, get that, get the third, but you ain't even got yourself together. Look at the parts of yourself you don't like. Look at the ugly parts of yourself. Look at the sleazy parts of yourself. Look at look at the parts of yourself that you don't like, you disgusted with, and morally you feel like you went against yourself. Cause it's a reason you it's a reason you act like that. And until you get to the root of the reason, you're gonna continue to be that person. You're gonna continue to, you know, do the things that you say you don't like, but can't help but do. Cause you're not looking at the root of the problem. It's so many things that I used to do that I thought were a part of myself and my personality. And I realized, uh, it's trauma. Uh, it was because you were sexually assaulted. Uh, it was because you never got to fucking speak up or, 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 or advocate for yourself. So in turn, you became this way. In turn, you became that way. In turn, you started to do this. In turn, you started to like that. But that's not really you. That's not really you. That's just what happened to you. And our, our our bodies and our minds react to things in such different ways. And our, our, our mind and our body will trick us. So you think like, I'm going to just use this as an example. <laughs> you think like, oh, I, I'm, I'm really into like BDSM. Like I just love being like, I love rough sex. I love it. I love it. I love it. Ah, I got to have rough ass sex. Spit in my face. Piss in my mouth. <laughs> I'm not talking about myself. This is an example. But, yeah. And I'm not saying nothing wrong with rough sex. If you like it, that's cool. I'm literally just using this as an example. Take it or leave it. I don't give a fuck. But let's say you really, 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 really love rough sex. You cannot have sex without it being rough. And over the years, you would have just thought that was you. You would have just been like, you know, that's just what I like. That's what I need to, like, get off, whatever. But when you really dig deep into, like, what is it that you like about the rough sex? What is it that rough sex makes you feel comfortable or getting receiving love? Like, why do you feel like rough sex, why do you receive love from roughness? Why do you associate sex with roughness and love with roughness? We, and then you may, like, start to, like, really dive deep into that and be like, damn, like, I was assaulted as a kid. Or I was taken advantage of as a teenager. Or, you know what I'm saying? I was put in some situations that I thought I was comfortable with when I was younger. Where now looking back, I really don't like. And in return, you end up liking things more rougher. Because that's how you associated sex from a younger age. 
And that, again, this is just an example. But it's things you don't start. It's our Your mind will literally block out memories and, like, alter your memory to make it think it was something else. When I first learned that I was assaulted as a child, I had always had the memory in my head. But I never looked at the memory as an assault. I was always viewing it from just a sexual experience I had as a child. I never viewed it from, oh, I was sexually assaulted as a child. And when I made that switch in my head, I was able to see how some of my sexuality, really a lot of my sexuality stemmed and was rooted in that sexual assault. And again, that's just that's just an example for y'all that, you know, other people have other stories. But I just want you to see how your brain and your mind will trick you into thinking one thing to, to protect you and to save you. But ultimately, it will hurt you in the end because you don't understand why you do certain things, but you feel like it's a part of you. And it's really not. It's really anything you want to change. You can change it. Any motherfucking thing. Any motherfucking thing, bitch. If you want to float in the air, if you practice hard enough, I'm pretty sure you can do it. Bitch, if you want to have superpowers, if you practice enough, I think you can. I don't know. I think you can make them bitches appear. But that's all I had to say. Stop believing in man. Believe in spirit. Believe in the universe, God, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't give a fuck. Whoever you, you know what I'm saying, believe up there, believe in them. Because, like I said earlier, when it's for you, when you aligned, when you're doing what you're supposed to do, it will come when it's supposed to come, how it's supposed to come, and where it's supposed to come. And despite what anybody around you may say, think, or feel, it don't motherfucking matter. You do you. Before I before I close this off, another very important lesson that I had to learn and that I've been learning over these past couple of years is that shit don't have to make sense to anybody but you. They could think you fucking crazy. It don't matter. Okay? Sometimes I have to tell my partner that. Well, he'd be like, well, why are you doing it? It don't matter. That's what I want to do. Now, I'm not saying you disrespect your relationship or you step out on people or you do, you know what I'm saying, grimy things to people. That's not what I'm saying. But let's say you want to do something and they like, shit, I don't know if that's going to work. It don't got to seem like it's going to work for you because it's working for me. Things don't have to make sense to other people. You don't have to explain yourself to other people because sometimes you can't explain the shit that you feeling. How the fuck I'm supposed to explain to in the moment? See, because I could explain now after I done went over this journey. But how am I in the moment supposed to explain to my family or to my friends? Like, yeah, I'm moving, but I don't have no money. I don't have no income. I don't have no verification. I don't have nowhere to go. Whoop, whoop, whoop. People, of course, people are going to look at you and be like, you're crazy. That's not going to work. But that's why you keep things to yourself and you work on your own manifestation of it so that when it works, you can come back and be like, I told you, bitch, <laughs> or I told you, or I knew it was going to work. Or when I said this, this is what I meant. I couldn't explain it to you because I didn't have it all together yet. But now I got it all together. So I can tell you, y'all be trying to tell people shit that's not all the way together yet. 
So you sound like a mad bitch. You sound mad and you sound crazy in the motherfucker because you trying to tell somebody an incomplete story that don't make sense. <laughs> you tell somebody an incomplete story that don't make sense and you mad they calling your ass crazy. You sound crazy. Keep things to yourself. It's not everybody's business. Everybody's not going to help you manifest what you're trying to manifest. That's for you to do. So, that's all I have to say for this episode. I hope it's not too long. I feel like it's long as fuck. But fuck it. Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I ain't been here over two motherfucking months. Y'all deserve this long ass episode. I really, really hope y'all enjoy it. I think I'm going to cry editing this shit because I said some real ass shit as per usual because I'm a real ass nigga. Real niggas do real things. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my bitch Crystal. <laughs> Crystal Elkline Doula. That's my bitch. Oh, God. She done changed my life in so many ways that I, I'm not even going to begin to talk about. Maybe I'll save it for another episode because I'm just on this really crazy journey right now. And I'm so happy for myself. Um, but shout out to Crystal. Crystal Alkaline Doula. Check her out. Check her out and get back to me. But I'm finna go ahead and wrap this up. I had a amazing time. I really, really missed the podcast. I'm so glad that I sat down today to film this episode because it wasn't even on my schedule. Like, it wasn't even on my schedule today. But I was like, you know what? I'm not doing a motherfucking thing. If I keep putting this shit off, it's just going to be harder and harder and harder. So instead of making 10,000 excuses as to why I couldn't get my ass up and record this episode, I just got my ass up and recorded the episode. And goddamn, I feel good. I hope y'all feel good too. Thank you for listening so much. I appreciate all y'all. I appreciate everybody who listens to my motherfucking podcast i appreciate y'all for listening when i wasn't even dropping shit my views was still going up because y'all is real niggas <laughs> that's all i got for today i'll see y'all in the next one peace out